Hello. Welcome back to this podcast, which explores how the Word of God is alive and interactive with us today. Enjoy these stories from members of our congregation. May the Living Word bring you new life today. Hello, welcome back to the First Lutheran Church of Columbia Heights podcast. For this series, we are going to be having conversations with members of our congregation talking about things that they have experienced where they're thinking that God had something to say. Maybe it's an event, maybe it's a dream, maybe it's a thought. Little situations that happen every day where we feel like God has interacted with us. And we're hoping that with this conversation, we will all get a little bit more sense of where God is at in our lives and maybe perk up a little bit to some of those flags that God is flying in front of our eyes. So today, our conversation is with Janet. Hello. Hi, Janet. Thanks for coming and being with us. Janet has been a member of First Lutheran Church her whole life. And without revealing any age, we'll just say that she is a full adult now and has been an adult for a while. So um, Janet shared with me recently uh, experience that she had with God where she believes a miracle happened. And um, I'm just going to ask you, Janet, to tell us a little bit about the scene. What was going on where you felt that there was something causing anxiety? Well, there was a snowstorm, and I had actually been at the church bazaar that day um, and then went home, and I had an appointment for a haircut um, in Uptown, but luckily I... I was able to take the bus, and I took the bus to downtown, and then I had some time in between um, before I had to get to uptown. I had to take a tra- another bus. Um, in the meantime, the the snowstorm was getting worse, um, and I was walking around the um, like the Skyway system, and I thought I overheard somebody say they stopped the buses. Okay, I'm just going to interrupt here quickly. Um, I think it might be important for those of us who don't know where Columbia Heights is. I should say it's in Minnesota. Yes. And in the winter in Minnesota, we get a lot of snow. And Columbia Heights is a first ring suburb of Minneapolis. And so when you're talking about uptown and downtown, you're talking about different places in Minneapolis, which is a very large city. Right. So you were thankful to have public transportation yes. because of the snowstorm? Yeah, because I wouldn't have wanted to drive. Right, right. Driving can be very treacherous in yeah. Minnesota in the winter. So did you leave your car at church then? No, I drove to my parents' home who live maybe a couple of miles from the church okay. and left my car then and then um, took the bus from near their house. Okay, and yeah. so you got to one part of Minneapolis on the bus. Right. And then you needed to catch another bus to get yes. to your hair appointment. Yeah. All right. And when you're talking about the Skyway system, we're talking mm-hmm. about these indoor corridors that connect blocks and buildings in downtown. So it's heated right. and it's a little more comfortable. Yeah. And there's okay. stores and I think I may have even stopped to eat and shop because I, I had a little gap of time. Were you worried um, about the snow getting heavier? 
I I really didn't think the buses would shut down sure. because that's pretty that's pretty drastic. Right. Um, so I don't think I was too extremely worried until I heard that person say they've stopped the buses. So what went through your mind when you heard that? Um, I, I guess the first thing was, is that really true? And um, if it's true, then uh, then I'm kind of then I'm stuck because you're definitely not walking distance from home. No, I wasn't walking distance from home or from my next stop, which was the uptown. And my also, I think my thought was, I need to get to my haircut. I don't. Right. I don't like to cancel out on things. Right. Right. You know, so the hair's got to get done. Yeah, right. I have two different places where I. I could potentially be, but being stuck downtown in the middle is is not one of them. Right. <laughs> so what happened next then after you heard that? So I think I somehow, I think I actually asked the person. Um, so I found out it was true that they had stopped the buses. So then I somehow I called to cancel my hair appointment. Well, good. And explained. <laughs> I bet they understood. I, yeah, and explained that I was basically trapped um, downtown. And uh, then I I called my parents to tell them that I was trapped downtown. Did they say, oh, let me get in the car and come and pick you up? No. <laughs> and why no, did they, they say They were that? not comfortable doing that. <laughs> they were not going to drive in the snowstorm either. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of, I really walked around in a daze. Like, I was really actually in kind of shock. Um, like, not really actually thinking clearly. So, just, and, and I also want to clarify, this is before the time of, like, Uber, right? Before Uber and Lyft? Yeah, this they, was before Uber. So, they're... I wonder if taxis were even running. Did you see any cars on the streets at all? Um, there were some cars. I was right on the Nicollet Mall, which is a kind of a um, popular street in downtown Minneapolis, and that's where, at that time anyway, the buses run, taxis run. That's where, you know, there's people shopping. So did you um, consider getting a taxi? At some point, yes. I... Uh, initially like I said I was really in a daze so I really walked around a lot just kind of aimlessly um the skyway system and the stores you can really walk a lot inside um because I was trying to decide what to do I think my my initial thought was that I may have to get a hotel room wow um and I did have my credit card um i know i made i made a few phone calls to my parents just for support i as i tried to decide what am what am i going to do sure so what happened next um so then i i started thinking that maybe another option maybe i could take a taxi it would be expensive um but i really I really didn't think that I would be able to take a taxi either. Um, 
I think I mainly was stuck on, I probably was going to have to get a hotel. Um, But then all of a sudden, I just decided to go out to the Nicollet Mall. Um, At that point, I was going to see if, I think I had seen some taxis going down the street. And I thought it would be very expensive, but probably less than a hotel. Um, and so I kind of ran across this little street and all of a sudden I saw a bus coming and it so happened that it was the number bus that I would need to take. To take where? To take to get back to my parents. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So you were able to catch the bus? Um, yeah, I didn't really believe it was true. I thought it was probably some mistake that the bus was maybe just going to go park somewhere. Um, so I kind of ran, because I, I obviously I didn't want to miss it, um, and I kind of ran, just ran across, it's kind of a very small, narrow street, just kind of ran across the street, and the bus driver opened the door, and it was kind of funny because, in a way, he kind of looked like Santa Claus. <laughs> he had a white beard. <laughs> and he opened the door, and I said, are you running? And he said, yes. I said, okay. And at that point, I was just kind of, like, exuberant, like, talking really fast, like, okay is kind of like is this really true because the buses aren't running and you know making sure he was going all the way to where I needed to go and he was and I then I was in a different state of shock (laughs) (laughs) were were there other people on the bus there was other people and I remember you know talking and just non-stop talking just I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You know, like, it still felt like, are they going to call and make him stop? You know, like, it just felt too good to be true. So when you were telling me this before you were talking about, you really thought that was a miracle. Yes. And where do you feel like God came into this story? Because I had I had prayed as I was walking around, and I really did feel like, me being in a daze I wasn't thinking clearly I didn't feel like the thoughts I had the decisions I didn't feel like they really came from me there was definitely God was God was or the Holy Spirit was in there because I just didn't even know what to do and when I saw that bus the whole thing everything just had to be God because me just deciding at that moment that I would check one last time I mean that was literally the thought I'm just gonna one last time just go across the street thinking I was gonna take a taxi because I think I had seen a taxi and the bus was behind the taxi and there's no other way that it couldn't be anything but God and and the other miracle part was that when I asked the bus driver, he had no clue that the buses had been stopped. What? So somehow, somehow that was a God part too, because somehow he had not received the communication that the buses were stopped, and he was just going on his merry way, and 
doing what he needed to do. So, and that was the last run for that bus. So there's like a series of things that were working together to get you out of the situation where you could have easily made a different decision. You could have given up. You could have just sat, gone, sat in a coffee shop and just cried or, yeah. um, but the fact that you felt like wandering around in the snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. And, and if I hadn't if I hadn't caught that bus at that that moment, that was the only bus that was the only way to get where I needed to get. Right. The only moment. So not only were you prompted to go outside at that moment and right. be in the vicinity of the bus stop, right. but the bus driver didn't even know he wasn't supposed to be driving anymore. Right. And um, he was able to take you all the way back to where you needed to go, back right. home. Yeah. And it was also funny because I, at some point he was on his radio thing that they have um, speaking to you know the head people or whatever, and they had said what in the world are you doing (laughs) still driving we stopped the buses he's like i'm saving janet (laughs) and and it was really good that he did drive us all the way the rest of us to where we needed to go on that route he could have not right he could have dropped us off and stopped but he he made sure that we that we got home yeah you know Wow, that's that's pretty powerful. How did yeah. when you finally got dropped off and got yeah. back home? How did you process this in your mind? And then um, the bus doesn't go all the way to where my parents live, so I probably had to walk about six blocks or so. Um, you know, in the deep stepping in the deep snow and stuff. But but I didn't mind, and I was very grateful to God. Um, and I was stunned and just felt, you know, very elated and confused that <laughs> how did this happen and, you know, and kind of humorous that it happened and the fact that the bus driver looked like Santa Claus, you know, <laughs> and it was very just, but, but thankful to God. Yeah. Because God got me home. There's no other way. Yes. So throughout the rest of your life uh, after this, have you ever gone back to think about this? Um, Has it had any impact on your decisions or your relationship with God following? Yeah, I think I think it's just emphasized that prayer, you know, is important. And no matter what situation you think you're in, there's always a way out somehow and God will help you and also God sends people to help yes I love that and I know that um when we think of angels typically we think about these supernatural beings that with wings or whatever but they just kind of float into our lives and do something and leave but I do believe God uses humans as angels too right and God sent someone in your time of need yeah in a way, you really, it's probably the last thing you thought was going to happen is the bus would show up. Right, so. and my, my friend and I even joked a little bit when I told my friend the whole story. She even said, if that bus driver really was there, <laughs> like as if, if he was just an angel uh, driving the bus, like yeah. did he really exist? Because right? it was just so right? odd. 
did he exist or was he just a guy doing what he was supposed to be doing and, and ended right. up being at the right place in the right time yeah yeah yes. yeah well thank you for sharing that story mm-hmm. and i think it's an example for all of us that we pray and God is at work. God cares about it. God didn't want you to feel stranded ever. God wanted you to be cared for. And um, so often we think either our concerns are too small to take to God or that um, things happen and we don't give God the credit. You know, things work out and we're like, oh, that was a really strange coincidence. But I think that most of our really good coincidences are God at work in our lives. Yes, they are. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like us to know about this experience? Um, no, I just think it's one of a, a good story. And, you know, just like I said, just always rely on God. Well, thank you so much, Janet, for sharing this story. You're welcome. I hope that it encourages all of us who are listening to open our eyes and open our ears and to take notice about how God is using sometimes everyday occurrences to make a big impact in our lives and maybe even in our faith long term. Let's just wrap this up with a prayer. Lord God, we thank you for being faithful to Janet on that day many years ago when she felt trapped in a snowstorm with no way home. You so powerfully brought her home, and we thank you that today she's able to share this story to be an encouragement for the rest of us. In your name, Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us, and may you be encouraged by Janet's story today. Bye-bye.